Ladies and gentlemen, with June Whitfield, Wallace Eaton and Robertson Hare, here is Frankie Howard. Thank you very much, thank you. Yes, Ta, I am... Um, how are you? Are you? Good. I must start off by telling you I've had a hard week. Very hard. I was part of a group once, you know. I was part of a group. Really, a group. We called ourselves the Penge High Street String Quartet. Mark, we didn't play any instruments. We just collected string, all of us. But there's uh, something in common. Because in those days, I was all for the classics. Oh, I like a bit of classicism in those days. Oh, yes. Because many of the time I, I used to lay flat on the floor in my pyjamas listening to Sir Malcolm Sargent. Honestly, no, con no don't laugh. No, conducting a symphony many of the time. Because not for long, though, because those Albert Hall ushers kept throwing me out, you know. <laughs> I once, as a matter of fact, I once, I once auditioned for Sir Malcolm, once. It was this, uh, I sang a bit of, I did. Your pardon, you. I did a, I did a bit of a Il Trovatore, you know, Il Trovatore. I did a couple of arias, you know. And I said afterwards, I said to him, Malk, I said, now, no, because I'm very forthright. I said, Malk, I said, now, what do you think? Well, he said, the way you sang Trovatore wasn't so much ill as on the danger list. <laughs> Cheeky devil. I mean, after all, what does he know about music? What does he know about music? I mean, he's the bloke that sat in the last row in the ballet and kept shouting out, speak up, we can't hear a word here at the back. <laughs> Well, I'll get rid of him, don't worry, because I'm very powerful, you know, because I, I run the inset, me. I run the inset. Well, most of them are in. A couple came out last week. <laughs> Do you mind? <laughs> now, I'm the sort of Frank Sinatra of England. I, Because in America, he leads this rat pack, you see, the, the rat pack. And over here, I've got the mice mob. <laughs> I'm, uh, I was gonna, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. Oh, yes, about my, no, my landlady, you know, my old mother, Harris. Now, she's the Enos Sharples of 1920s. Now, no, she's got old-fashioned mad. No, I'm sorry. You know, I'm the last one to talk about anyone behind their backs. I mean, you know that. But, no, she she got this all this fashion business because she looks like a clothes horse. Or the back part. Anyway, she, she's always been a trendsetter. Trendsetter. She was the first one on our street to wear kinky boots. Mind you, hers were army ones, but nevertheless. <laughs> it's bucking up a bit now, isn't it? <laughs> I thought you'd been drinking chloroform. No, her latest... <laughs> No, that's it, that's good, that's it. No, because old mother Harris, her latest kick, her latest kick on mother is old time dancing. Are you going for old time dancing? She looked in the other evening to me, all tulle and tinsel. Oh, Mr. H. Oh, I am so excited. It's the final, you see. Oh. Yes, at the old time dancing competition. We expect to win. Do you? Yes, well, you haven't got the feet for it, have you? How dare you? <laughs> My St. Bernard's waltz is the talk of crafts. <laughs> Partly because I use a real St. Bernard, but I mean, what's that pearly queen outfit you got there? Oh, this, it's for dancing. Oh? Yes, Fred and I have been up all night. I've sewn on 8,000 sequins. Have you really? Yes, you like it? Yes, Fred should look lovely in it. <laughs> oh, Mr. Eight, this is for me. Oh, I Here see. I say, what? Do you mind if I ask you a favour? No, no. Not budgie sitting again. Oh, that Tarquin's a right little terror. Every time I went to feed him, he pecked at me pinky. Oh, poor pecked pinky. Well, look, I was what? just wondering if you'd escort me down to the dancing school. Oh. See, Fred's held up. 
Is he? As usual, by two other drunks, I suppose. Oh, well. will you take me, Mr H? Oh, all right, but bring your purse with you, because the taxes are expensive. Well, you go out and get one, then. I'm not hanging about on the corner in this dress. Why? Well, they think I'm a loose woman. Loose? More like coming apart and about loose. <laughs> all right, get yourself ready, mate. Oh, nice place, isn't it? Yes, very Victor Sylvester, isn't it? What are those what are those six fellows doing over there? Which fellows? The ones with their hands, their hands on their hips. Oh, they're part of a team. They all dance together. Do they? <laughs> what a strange place, isn't it? They're part of the winning formation team from Slough. I've seen them. Slough, Slough, quick, quick, Slough. <laughs> yes, good. Some of you got it. Oh, very good. Some of you got it, the rest write it down and work it out on the way home. Do you know, I can't see Fred anywhere. It don't look now. I think there's a bouncer coming this way. A bouncer. Oh, no. That's my dance instructor, John Quill. John Quill? Oh, hello, Mrs. Harris. My, oh. we do look a picture, don't we? Oh, you what? We do look a picture, don't we? Whistler's sister-in-law, I think. John Quill, this is Mr. Howard, my lodger. Mr. H, this is John Quill. My pleasure. <laughs> hello, Junk. He used to dance with Arthur Murray. Doesn't surprise me at all. Are you going to partner, Mrs. Harris? The only dancing I'm going to do is a quick step out of the front door. Oh, please, don't go. You know, I do believe with a little bit of coaching, you could soon be one of us. Pardon? One of the dancing fraternity. Oh. You move so well. Do I? Yes, such a definitive deportment. <laughs> Mr. H, what do you think of John Quill's deportment? Oh, I'm all in favour of it. <laughs> and as soon as possible. Do you know, you have such perfect poise. Well, poise will be poise. <laughs> no, 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 no. No charity, no charity. No, no. There's no sign of my fridge. Well, we can't wait any longer, Mrs. Harris. Looks as though you're going to be eliminated. Oh, oh I'm not giving up my chance now. Mr. H. What? What would you do if I asked you to be my partner? The four-minute mile. <laughs> oh, go on. Just this once, Mr. H. It oh. means everything to me. But I don't know, I don't know me reverse from me elbow. Hey, come on, Mr. H. It's the gay Gordons. The gay Gordons. Mrs. H, Mrs. H, take it easy. Not so fast. You nearly drop me. Into reverse and back we go. Wait. Steady on. Wait till I get me second wind. Wait oh, a minute. Come on, Mr. H. Keep up. You're dragging behind. Don't get personal. Faster. <laughs> come on, faster, faster. I can't. Ooh, I can't. Ooh. He's got a reach on that trombone, hasn't he? <laughs> oh, what's wrong? I've got his jumper up me jumper. You're going to like a thing possessed. Well, hang on. What, too? I'm in orbit now. No, don't let go. No, oh, well, oh. Ah! Gone. Oh, what happened? Where am I? Oh. Oh, Mr. H, where does it hurt? Well, I can't tell you. We'd better carry on dancing. 
Why? For the next month, I won't be able to sit any out. That's why. <laughs> I had, an, I had a nasty experience last week. Oh, I must wish you'd been there. And I was strolling home. I was just passing the police station. And this sergeant popped out, you see. And it all started then. Oh, I shall forget it in a hurry. Oh, uh, excuse me a minute, sir. Oh, hello, it's Sergeant Cork. <laughs> He's given me a black look. Must be burnt, Cork. <laughs> Please yourselves. We're, uh, we're all in our identification parade, sir. I, I was wondering if you could spare a few minutes. We uh, just want you to give the police a hand. Oh, last time I did that, they slipped a pair of handcuffs on it. <laughs> uh, if you would just follow me, sir. All right. Ooh, quite a cosy little cop shop. I bet a lot of people come here for arrest. <laughs> arrest? No, 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 no. I might as well plead guilty now with this jury. No, no. <laughs> You've got quite a sense of humour, sir. Well, I like to scatter a few titters willy-nilly. Here, I see you've apprehended a right thug over there. Oh, yes. Enough to frighten the Alsatians. <laughs> that is the superintendent, sir. In plain clothes. Oh, yeah, a very good disguise, yes. I nearly put my foot in the porridge there, didn't I? Have you a minute, superintendent? What is it, sergeant? I got our last volunteer for the ID. Good. We can go ahead, then. Good for you to come along and help us out, oh, sir. Oh, think nothing of it, think nothing of it. Now, sir, we're all ready. Would you care to follow me? Well, that's a switch for a start. Me following a policeman, it's usually the other way round. <laughs> Through here, sir. Yes. Now, if you'll just stand in line with the others. Yes. The eyewitness to the alleged felony will be produced shortly to identify the alleged miscreant. Oh, it's all very handed and handcuffs, isn't it? Yes. Right, gentlemen, you'll just stand as you are. Yes. Thank you. Now, madam... I'd like you to walk along the line and touch the man you saw snooping in your front garden. Oh, all right. I've, I've never done this before. He won't go for me, will he? Oh, you've nothing to fear, madam. With a face like that, she certainly hasn't. <laughs> now, you just start from this end. Oh, dear. Oh, they all look so different in the daylight. No. No. Oh, what are you staring at me for, meddling old moo? That's him, yes. I recognise the voice from when he yelled at me. She's off her trolley. Oh, yes. I'm certain now, tall, beady-eyed with a squint. How do you tall, squinty-eyed with a big... You're absolutely certain, madam. Yes, I am. And he ought to be locked up. He ought to be kept away from decent women. Don't worry. I'll never go near them. Don't worry. <laughs> That's all right, sir. Soon have this geared up. Now, come along, madam, and you, sir. Just a minute. What are we doing in the charge room? Ah, you're familiar with them, are you? No, I'm not. Don't you come to Barlow with me, you know. I've seen these rooms on telly. Two chairs, a table, and empty your pockets. Exactly. Yes. Pardon? <laughs> Just turn them out, sir. I shall do no such thing. I've got influence, you know. I've done a police concert. I know. I was there. Old wounds die hard, don't they? The pockets, sir. Oh, this is a nightmare. This is a nightmare. I did that very... That was good, wasn't it? I'll do that again. This is a nightmare. 
Well, it passes a couple of minutes. <laughs> Here we are, then. A hand-crocheted hanky, three toffees wrapped, one bicycle clip, apple core, and a penknife. That's one pocket. And the other, sir? Well... Uh, ah, these postcards. What are they? Two and six each. <laughs> no, you see, I can explain these. I got them in Paris. That one's quite an eyeful. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, I couldn't. No, I'm sorry. Oh, when the judge sees these, I hate to think what he'll give you. If he's a sport, he might let me off with an introduction. Anyway, sir, this yes. business can soon be cleared up. Now, the alleged snooping occurred between 9 and 10 last night. Yes. I take it you have an alibi to cover that time? Alibi? Well, ah, ah. Oh, uh, you see, I'm in, I'm in a bit of a cleft foot here, because it's uh, rather, oh, ah, now. You mean you're not prepared to say? Well, you could put it like that, but I wish you hadn't. Very well. You'll be considered a suspect of the felony. Suspect? Right. A felonosity? I've never been felonious. I've never... Mm. Fellow, yes. Yes. Well, I now, never have. You can go now, sir. Don't leave the district. Oh. Good morning. Good morning. I had a restless night, I can tell you. I, I did, you see, I did have an alibi, but not one I could tell him, because I, I was out with this little dolly, policewoman Primrose. <laughs> policewoman Primrose. Oh, she was hot-blooded. Was she really hot blooded? I had to blow a whistle for half time. <laughs> anyway, next morning, no, next morning they rang me up again. Oh, hello, it's you, Sergeant. What? You've caught another s suspect? Well, I'm in the clear, aren't I? Well, I should think so. Or I'll be in later to pick my stuff up. All right. <laughs> Well, here's your thing, sir. Oh, I'm yes. sorry about the misunderstanding, yeah. but we do have to check. All right, let's have a look here. Now, I'll just make sure it's all here. My bicycle clip, my apple core. Hello, someone's had a nibble. <laughs> yes. Now, I should go out this way, sir. Oh, this way? Yes, it's funny enough, you know, sir. <laughs> You're just having another identification parade on that case. Oh? Yes. Really? That's him. You've got him again. Whatever's the matter with her? Pick me out again, I'm not even in the lineup. You know, madam, this can't be the snooper. Well, who's talking about snooping? It's my poor daughter, Primrose. I accuse him of interfering with a policewoman in the course of her duty. Well, I thought she was off duty. <laughs> oh, first to friends, Francis. <laughs> of course, it was all... Of course, it was all cleared up in the end, because I got off with a fine eventually, you know. Even so, it's very upsetting, isn't it? It upsets you. Because, in fact, to get over it, I popped down to the coast for a day. Yes, I dug up my bathing suit and I sewed up the hole in the knee. And I went... <laughs> How dare you! I went down to the seaside. Ah, nothing like... Oodles of ozone and a whiff of whelks. Ah. I think it's time for a deck chair and a bit of contemplation. And I can see the bit I'm going to contemplate. <laughs> and that blonde changing under a newspaper. Wouldn't she such a big girl? Wish she was under an evening paper. They're smaller. <laughs> I think I'll plonk here. Right, sir. That'll be ninepence. Oh, no. Where were you hiding? 
Beyond that sandcastle. I'll just take the ninepence. Thank you. Thank you. That's turned out nice, isn't it? Aye. Keeps you chaps busy. Oh, it certainly does. That'll be another three bob. Three bob? What, what's this, then? Oh, you've just paid for the morning session. We're into the afternoon now. <laughs> well, you could have told me I would have wandered around for a couple of minutes. What's the idea of three bob, anyway? Well, now, that simple arithmetic, you're sitting in one. You've got your feet on another, and you're using two more for a windbreak. You know, to be cheaper to take your feet off the deck chair and put them somewhere else. He's tempting Providence, isn't he? <laughs> All right, I'll go out and go for a stroll on the pier. I wonder what that crowd are doing right at the end. I'll meander up and find out. Sorry, sir. That's as far as you can go. That's a surprise. <laughs> it's usually the girls who say that. <laughs> who are you? I'm the president of the angling club. And there's a competition on this afternoon. No visitors allowed. Oh, is that? Oh, I like a bit of fishing myself. I'll have a go. Might win some place money. <laughs> oh, I hooked one there, didn't I? No, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. This is for members only. You can fish somewhere else. Oh, this little tiddler's having a tantrum, isn't he? <laughs> now, look, kindly step aside. I've paid to come on this pier, and I'm going to enjoy it. Come back, you. Come back here, you, you. I'm going to report you to the pier master. You, you don't think you can get away with this? Oh, <laughs> stop carping. I know, I'm sorry. They're coming thick and fast, aren't they? <laughs> don't blame me. I don't write it, you know. Only say this. He's gone. Is he gone? All sea water and sou'wester. Now for a go at this fishing lark. I'll borrow this old chap's rod, because he's nodded off. Now, what happens? You just cast it back over your shoulder. Oh, and... Who did that? Sorry, dear. I didn't mean to hook your miniskirt. <laughs> I don't think they'll go any higher than that. What a friendly invitation. <laughs> you, you, you go careful with that line. Don't even cast properly. Now, you, you got it around my line and the other fellas. Well, hang on, I'll get them untangled. Yeah. I've, it's got knotted. Oh, idiot. And so can you. <laughs> what, you what are you doing now? You know, you're ruining the competition. Oh, oh give me a chance. I can't find the hook. I'll give the rod a tug. Oh! So that's where it was. <laughs> and leave us alone. That's him, Pia Master. There is, there's the trespasser. If you don't leave immediately, I'll have you thrown off the pier. All right, don't fly off your perch. There's a, another fishy one there. Oh, I'm a dab hand at this. <laughs> dab, oh, is it dry? No, no. Get along and don't come back. Hmm, nice day out this is. I'll go and have a cup of tea, I think. Now, where did I see this? Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Not at all. Oh. I didn't see you behind that candy floss. I'm always on the pier about this time. Are you? I'm always on the lookout. <laughs> at any time. By the way, I'm Stella. Oh. I've got a stall here. Souvenirs. I'll come and have a peep at your novelties. I've got some very interesting lines. And so well laid out. Tell me, what would you like to remind you of your visit? Well, um, 
I just don't think we have any plastic Daleks. <laughs> what about a little cuddly bear? Pardon? Oh, she's a sport. She's a sport. And uh, are you here for the week? For the... Pardon? For the week? Well, shall we say more for the helpless? <laughs> Now you're teasing, Stella. Oh, Tell me, what? do you have any any favorite beauty spots? Well, yes. <laughs> I'll answer. I'll answer. Thank you. Don't thought, Reed. I do have one, but you can only see it when I'm in my bathing suit. Anyway, perhaps we'll meet again at the seaside. Oh, I'll be back. And next time you won't be able to keep me at bay. Bye-bye. 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 Oh, she's a promise for the prom. <laughs> These days, ladies and gentlemen, with exports vital to big business in the country, the super salesmen have become the merchant venturers of the 20th century. Today, we bring you the story of one such super salesman. But even the modern salesman has humble beginnings, and that is where we take our story with Francis Howard, a humble salesman. And it's not easy selling humbles. <laughs> Especially when you don't know what they are. But I remember my first few days on the road. I was selling do-it-yourself bird baths. Very good, very good. You know how to make a bird bath? Leave a flannel and a bar of soap on a windowsill. <laughs> There's one to peck at. I had a tricky time after that. I worked for a firm selling evening dress capes. Evening dress capes, opera glass and sword sticks. I went round looking like Adam Adamant. <laughs> and the area they gave me scheduled for slum clearance. And there wasn't a demand for dress capes, because they weren't a very dressy lot. I remember one house I called at. Good morning. Ah, so you're here. I've been waiting for you. Good. Now you need the evening dress cape. You'll look very dapper on the cold round. Didn't think I'd be here, did you? Thought I was still on the night shift, didn't you? Thought the missus would be in on her own. No, no, there must be some mistake. I didn't even know your good lady. Or your wife. Don't you give me that. Somebody's been round here giving the eye-eye. Look, I can... It was not eye-eye here. You want to chat to the insurance man? I've heard about his housewife's policy. He covers a lot for ninepence a week. Oh, don't you come it with me. I know your type. You won't be coming back here in a hurry. You cop this. Oh, how dare you! That's my cape you're wiping your feet on. And I'm still wearing it. <laughs> what are you doing with my sword stick? You sling your hook! Charming. Yobbo. He's ruined my cape and I won't dwell on what he did with the sword stick. <laughs> Suffice it to say I was in trouble. Up to the hilt. <laughs> well, soon after that I had a lucky break. I sold 5,000 girdles on the high purchase. My own little credit squeeze. 
No. That, ah, no. That's how I was, I was picked out by a very big corporation because they needed a top man. And I remember the morning I went for the interview. The interview. Oh, uh, good morning. Excuse me, I'm Francis Howard. Always good for a sample. Oh, yes. You are expected. Kindly wait over there. Oh. I'm having one of those mornings. You mean after one of those nights? <laughs> it's, it's this firm, the discrimination. It's, it's unfair. It's always the men who get promotion. They just get down and exploited. Really? I have to come here years ago. <laughs> it's always the same, I tell you. It's always the same. Oh, she's building up for something here. She's building up oh, here. Oh, yes. In the world of commerce, women count for nothing. It's still a man's world. It's so unfair and so heartless. She's in second gear now. <laughs> a chance. It's all I ask. I studied shorthand typing. I've worked hard, hard, I tell you. And now, now I want a chance. Night school, night after night, always studying, trying to make something of myself. I took a degree and I tried even harder. And now I want a chance. It's all I ask. Then I took another degree and then another. And now I want a chance. Do you hear? I want a chance. A chance. Is there anyone left in doubt as to what she wants? <laughs> what she'll get. I'm, I'm sorry. That was silly of me. I, I didn't mean to go on that. Of course though. you did. You always go on with that bitch. You know you do. It's <laughs> a big speech. You can't wait to get her teeth into it. Anyway, the managing director will see you now. Go straight through that door. Through? I'm not Batman, you know. <laughs> I'll open it first. Ah, Francis Howard, I presume. Yes, good morning. I've been hearing a lot about you. They tell me you can sell anything. Well, they do tell me I have a certain gift of the gob. Mm. <laughs> right, so, before we take you on, there'll be the psychological test. Yes. Before you're computerized. Pardon? Oh, nothing to worry about. Just a formality. I've sent for a resident psychiatrist. A good man, a good man. Mm. Oh? Dr. Fipperheimer. Does he? Oh. <laughs> oh. Ah! Gittenogen. Ah, uh, there you are, Doctor. I'll leave you to it. See you later, Howard. Allow me to introduce myself? Yes. I am Flippenheimer. Coming, I am from Vienna. Really? Oh. I am Francis Howard. Coming, I am from Victoria. <laughs> yes. Now, yes. First, we will have the word association test. Word association, I yes. will say a word, yes. and you will say the first thing that comes into your head. Right, right. go. Yes, right. Apple. Core. Tank. Uh, core. Lolo Brigida. Core. <laughs> hmm. Look, I'll open box 13. Now to feed the card into the computer. So. That was quick. I weigh eight stones, seven ounces, and beware of strangers. No, on the other side. Oh, I beg your pardon, yes. Very interesting. This never before has happened. Oh, what? According to the results, you have the IQ of a sensitive, well-advanced Aborigine. I knew I was different. I knew I was different. Right, Howard. This is it, your first overseas assignment. Oh. As you know, they're cutting back on arms program. Oh. Uh, that's something we've got to shoulder. Ha, 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 A quip a day keeps the quack away. <laughs> he's quacking away, isn't he? <laughs> I think he's quackers. <laughs> well, anyway, we're cutting the arms program, and I must say I'm all for it. 
which leaves us with this surplus stock. Yes. Now you've got to dispose of it. But hand grenades? I've got to flog those, who too? Oh, that's up to you. Find a foreign market for them. For... Well, I had to think for a bit. After all, it's not an everyday commodity, is it, hand grenades? Then it struck me. I got the answer. Well, there we are for the second day's play at the old ball. <laughs> Situation is very tense. Can Eggs is bowling from the pavilion end to Gary Sobers. He runs up, bowls an outswinger, and then... <laughs> I don't quite know what happened there. <laughs> Gary Sobers struck the ball and his bat disintegrated. He was right. He was right. I flogged those grenades as cricket balls. Well, how else can you get the West Indies out? <laughs> oh, finally, Francis. Oh, yeah. For the last 30 minutes, you've been with June Whitfield, Wallace Eaton, Robertson Hare, and Frankie Howard. The script was by Charles Hart and Peter Bishop, and the show produced by Bill Worsley.